This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, everyone. We continue Masachta Yivamais. We're on Yudbez Amud Aleph. So we had uh, two Shilas on the bottom of Yud Aleph Amud Bez. Rabbiya Bar Abba said, Rabbi Yochanan had the following Shaila. If somebody takes back his Grusha after she had Nesuin done, what is the halacha about her tsara? So the Gemara in the first child said, what about her? No, for sure her, she is also to do Yibam to because since she's also to the husband, for sure she'll be also to um, the Yavam. The question is, what about the Tzara? Could the Kavachimah push off the Tzara? And then Rav Nachman Yitzchak said that the Shaila that Rabbi Yochanan had was about the Master Grusha herself. The Kavachimah will not be push off the Tzara. The question is whether the Kavachimah pushes off her. Now the Rishonim, the Taisarash, the Ritva, they all say very clearly that the, the Halacha, that, that this Shaila is only a Shaila in the Rabbanon. In Rabbi Yossi ben Kippur, there's no Shaila at all. Because the tsar, because the Machsik Rishasa is an erva, and being an erva, it says tuma. It, it's by the Machsik Rishasa, it says tuma, and therefore, for her, you for sure cannot do yibum. The shaila is what about? Um, there's a shaila by Rabbi Yosef ben Kippur. What about the tsara? But you don't need the svara of kavachoymer in Rabbi Yosef ben Kippur because we have the svara that it says tuma by Machsik Rishasa. However, according to the Rabbanon, Tuma was said by Soita, and therefore there's a sh- the Svara, why the Machsa Grushasa would be Aser, would be because of the Kavachoymer. Again, the Kavachoymer is that asura, if she's Aser to the husband, certainly she should be Aser to the Yavam. So again, in the first Lashan, the Shaila is on the Tsara, and in the second Lashan, the Shaila is on her. Okay, so now let's bring some proofs to these two Shilas. And basically the proofs are going to be identical to the Shilas that we had on... Uh, to, these are going to be identical proofs to the proofs brought on Yeral Thomas Beis. Amar Lei. So Rabchia Bar Abba... said that Rabbi Yochanan had the following Shaila. So Reb Ami said back, or Reb Nachbar Yitzchok said Reb Chibar Abel had the following Shaila, and Reb Ami said back. So Amar he said to him, who said to who? Anybody know? Rabbi Yechlin. Rabbi Yechlin. He said to Rabbi Yechlin. Who's he? Rabbi Ami. He Rab- said to Rabbi Yechlin. No? <laughs> Reb Ami is saying to Rabbi Yechlin, who's talking? Aryeh. Aryeh. Rab Ami is saying to Rabbi Yochanan? Yeah, that's what the art scroll says. Rab Ami attempts to resolve the inquiry. He said to Rabbi Yochanan, we learned it in the Mishnah. Okay, I, well, I can't argue on that. So this is... <laughs> so this is... This is can't argue on the art scroll. <laughs> no. You could, but why Why would you, right? So, um, well, at, least I'm, at least I'm confessing that I have the art scroll in front of me. Okay, that's good. I, I use all I use all the aids I can. Okay, thank you. So again, so it's Rab Ami who was the one who said back to Rab Chia Baraba, why didn't Rabbi Yochanan have a Shiloh about a different case? Rab Ami is saying 
back, we're going to bring the following proof. Tenisua. Hoisa achas kashera v'achas psula. If one of them was kosher and one of them was pasal. So the same brice that we had earlier. Im hoya choyletz. If you can do chalitza, choyletz psula. Do chalitza to the woman who's pasal. Vim hoya miyabim. If you can do yibum, miyabim l'kshera. Do yibum to the one that's kosher. Now the shayla is... Um, so the Oiz Vahadar, what, what does the Aaron say? What are you saying? The Oiz Vahadar, so what Brura says, Amar Lei, Rav Yehuda to Rav Sheshes. Rav Yehuda said to Rav Sheshes. Who's Rav Yehuda and who's Rav Sheshes? No, I would. One second. Are you sure that's not by the the rayas on your alpha and base earlier? Uh, okay. Anyway, you sure the Masifta says that that? I mean, that that's earlier on Rabbi Yehuda Shaila to Rabbi Sheshis. Now we're in Rabbi Chia Bar Abba. Rabbi. The, the article says it parallels the first resolution. Yeah, yeah, right. But, now, but I want to know the Amar on the top of your Bezim and Aleph. The Masifta says that's Rabbi Huda said to Rabbi Sheshes? No. Ami to Rabbi Yeah, yeah, earlier. Right, I agree. So earlier it's Rabbi Huda to Rabbi This is Rabbi Ami to Okay, fine. Amar Lei, Tinisua, we learned in Brisa. Hoysa achas kshirav achas psuf. One woman was kosher, one was pasulam. Hayachodz, if you can do chalitza, 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 do chalitza to the pasul one. Then hayamiyabim, if you're going to do yibum, miyabim, mkshira, do yibum to the kosher one. Says Gemara, my kshira or my psula. Who, what is, what does it mean? The kosher one was mean the pasul one. Ilema kshira kshira laama psula psula alma. If the kosher one means kosher to the world. That means she can marry to Kahuna. And Pasal means she's Pasal to Kahuna. But either way, both women are kosher to him. So, if even the Pasal one is kosher to him, why can't he do Yibam to her? Kosher means the woman is kosher to him. Pasal means she's Pasal to him. Umay nihu. And what is an example of a woman that's puzzled just to him? Machser Grushasai, the brother brought, um, returned his divorcee, and now he died. And it's saying, if you do Yibum, Ukatani Imhayam Meyabim, Meyabim Lakshira. And it's saying, if you do Yibum, do Yibum to the kosher woman and not to the Machser Grushasai. So we see that you. A, the Machser Grushasai is Asr and Yibam, and B, the Tzara is Mutter. So now let's take it back to the two Shailas. According to the first v- version, we had a Shaila about the Tzara. So we should be able to prove the Tzara is Mutter. According to the second Shaila, we had a Shaila about, uh, about the Machser Grushasai. Herself, so this is saying that Sarah is mutter, but the Machzor Grushasai is aser. So, right, according to the first version, there's a shail about the tsara, so this proves that Sarah is mutter. According to the second version, there's a shail about her, so this proves she is aser. So, it resolves both versions. So, both right, it's it's a so it resolves both ver- versions. Ella Lidide, 
Um, Rashi says, It's proving both versions. means kosher to the world. Apostle means puzzle to the world. Either both kosher to him. And that which you ask, since to him she's kosher. My nafka What difference does it make who he does yibam to? The answer is Mishum de Rabbi Yosef because of the teaching of Rabbi Yosef. Dam Rabbi Yosef kan shana Rabbi here Rabbi taught lo yishbeich adam may bayre a person cannot spill out the water of his well vachirim tzrechem lehem and others need it. So in other words, in this case, like we said last week, if you're going to do chalitza, do chalitza to the psula because if you do chalitza to the kshera, you're going to render this kshera aser to kuhuna. Fine. Tashma, hamafsir grushas mishanises. If you take back a grusha once she's married, hivit sarasa chaylatzes. You do chalitza to her and the tsara. Hivit sarasa agdaitach. You can't do chalitza to both. You only doing chalitza to one partner as the other. Ela ema oihi oit sarasa. Like we said on Yiravah Beis, interpret the brisa either to her or the tsara. So the bottom line is, we see you don't do yibam to her. And you don't do Yibam to the Tzara. So according to the first version, where the Shaila is on the Tzara, we see you don't do Yibam to the Tzara. According to the second version, where the Shaila is on her, but you for sure do do Yibam to the Tzara, this sort of uh, uproots and uh, contravenes the whole premise of... Um, Um, this contravenes the whole premise of the second Shaila. Says the Gemara of Alav didn't anyway you sort of uh, explain the Braisa Turitzachi. He Chaylatzes, You do Chalitza to her, but the Tsara you could either do Chalitza or Yibam. So the bottom line is that at the very least we show that. You don't do yibum to her. So at the end of the day, we prove the second shaila that we don't do yibum to her. Fine. New Gemara. Amar of Lili Barmamo. Of Lili Barmamo says Amar Mar Ukva in the name Mar Ukva Amar Shmuel. Saras mema'enes asura. The tsara of a woman who does mion is asur. The tsara of a woman who does mion is asar. Look at Rashi. Tsaras ma'menas. Naflu lefanav beiz yivamais. If two yivamais fall to a yibam, me'ach echad. Me'ach. Echad, from one brother. Gedoyla uketana. One woman is a major. She is uh, over 12. Uketana, and one woman is a minor. And then umiyana boy haketana. And the Ketana then does Mion. Presumably it means Mion to the Yavam. Haktan umiyana ba'aktana, Tsarasa asura. The Tsara of the Mima'enes is Aser. Leman. Who is she Aser to? When we say she's Aser, who is she Aser to? If she's Aser to the brothers... Wait a second. If the Mema'enes herself is mutter to the other brothers, 
the Amar Shmuel because Shmuel said Miyana Bazeh. If somebody does Mion in one brother, Mutars Bazeh, she's mutter to another brother. Tsarasmi Bai. Doesn't it go without saying that the Tsara is mutter? Here's the thing. Okay, I'm just going to. Uh, okay, the Gemara says like this. What's the story? The story is a woman, two women fell to Yibam. One was a Gedolah, one was a Katana. The Katana does Mion to the Yavam. Now, until this blot, we learned that what is the concept of Mion? The concept of Mion is, is that if a girl was married off by her mother or by her brother, because her father died, so she was married off as a Katana, she has the right to annul the Kedushin. But here we're learning there's a new type of Mion, and that is, let's say she did not annul the Kedushin. And then her husband died, and she falls to Yibum, she has the right to annul the Yibum. Now how does that process work? The way that process works is, she's not really annulling the Yibum, because if she was married to the first guy, she falls to Yibum. What she's doing by annulling the Yibum is, she's retroactively annulling her first marriage. And she's able to do that, even after her husband died, because she maintains that right even after he's dead. He, sa- he, he says to her, uh, she says to him at his Leviah, you're not going to make me an Amana, I'm going to, you were never even married to me. And by doing that, he annuls the Yibam, but again, not by annulling the Zika, but by uh, retroactively uprooting the Kedushan to begin with. So the, the statement of, of Rav Lili, Bar Mamel, in the name of Marok, the name of Shmuel, is Tsaras Mamenas Asura. The Tsar of Mamenas is Asar. So the Shaila is to who? Because the truth is, if she annuls the Kedushan to the first guy, she could marry another brother. In other words, she can't marry the Yavam, she can marry another brother. So the Tsara cannot be usher to another brother, because even the Mama'enes is mutter to another brother. In other words, let's say a man was married to um, Rachel, who was 50 years old, and Leah, who was 10 years old. And the guy dies. Now Leah falls to uh, Shimon. And Leah does Mion to Shemayin. The halacha is, if Leah does Mion to Shemayin, Leah is allowed to marry Levi. Um, and Leah is allowed to marry Levi. So if Leah is allowed to marry Levi, certainly Rachel can marry Levi. If even the Mema'enas can marry Levi, certainly the Tzara should be able to marry Levi. So... Um, when we say that the tsara is Asr, it means that tsara Rachel, is going to be Asr to Shemayin. If Leah was Mamayin in Shemayin, so then Rachel will be Asr to Shemayin. Look at Rashi. Ela Ladidei. Liyavam Shemiyanabai Asura. To the Yavam that she refused the tsara's Asr. The Mian Akar Leilazika. What happens is, the Mion uproots the Zika, and then she remains by being in Eishasach, v'koyale b'Eishasach. So now, Rachel is a Tzaras Eishasach. V'im toymar, Mion nesun kamoyakar. Mion is oikar, the original condition, already nachros etzloi. So Leah was never married to, to Ruvain, umuteresloi. So the Gemara is going to say, ultimately, that it's a Gzerad Rabbanon. 
since she didn't do me and when her husband was alive, and she felt Yibam, so she looks like a Yivama. So since she looks like a Yivama, the Tzara will be usher to the man that she fell to. In other words, she'll be usher to the brother to whom her co-wife did Mion. But since the co-wife would be mutter to, let's say, Levi, who she didn't do Mion to, the co-wife would certainly be mutter to him. Okay. Says the Gemara, Umaishna mima enes Why is it that the woman who did Mion to Shemayn is mutter to Levi? Why is the mima enes mutter to Levi? Right? Why is the woman, the woman who did Mion, she's mutter to the other brothers? She didn't do any act to him. Meaning, she did Mion to Shimon, she didn't do me into Levi, so she's mutu to Levi. Tsara Nami, so the Tsara of the Mima Enes, she didn't do any Maisa, she should be mutter to Shimon. Nami of the Buhu Maisa also didn't do a Maisa. The same way the Mima Enes is mutter to other brothers, the Tsaras Mima Enes should be mutter to that brother. Why is the Mima Enes mutter to other brothers? Because she didn't do anything to them. She is a regular nice lady who falls to Yibam. No, no act was done to her, so she could marry Levi. So likewise, um, the Tsaras Mema should be able to marry Shemayin. So the Gemara says a very interesting thing. Gezeira Mishum Tsaras Bitai Mema The reason why the Tsara cannot marry the man to whom Mean was done to is it's a to a case where she's the tsara of a daughter that falls to, she, to him. Shimon's daughter falls to him. And then Shimon's daughter does meun to him. And then, now in that case, the tsara will be usher to Shimon because it looks like a tsara serva. Now let's get something straight here. How can Shimon's daughter fall to him and then she does Mion? I thought you could only do Mion if your father is dead and now she's falling to her father. So how is she doing Mion? How could you do Mion to your father? Why would she need to do Mion if, if her father's an Erva? She doesn't need to do Mion, but she, wa- she wants to do Mion. And by doing Mion, that means she was never married to her father's brother in the first place. Now how can she... You understand? In other words, you're right, she doesn't need to. She's not really going to fall to her father because she's an erva to the father. But if she does do Mion, then what's going to happen is she's going to nullify her marriage to begin with and potentially not ask her her tzara. But as we're about to see, it's not so simple. She's not able to do that. Because since it looks like she's falling, because she didn't do Mion until after her husband died, she will ask her the Tsara in that case, because it looks like Tsaras Erva. But how could she do Mion? I thought you can only do Mion if the father is not alive. So there is another scenario where a, a, where a woman could do uh, Mion, even if her father is alive, and that is if her, fa- if her father married her off before to a guy named uh, Fival. And then Fival divorced her. So once she was married and divorced, she leaves the rishus of her father 
And now she could do Mion Bechaye Aviha. This is called Yisoyma Bechaye Aviha. So that's the scenario over here. The scenario is Shimon married off his daughter to a guy Fival. Fival divorced her. Now she's a Yisoyma Bechaye Aviha. Now she married She married uh, Ruvain. And Ruvain died. And now she's falling to her father. So she wants to do Mion to her father and retroactively uproot the marriage she had to Ruvain. And in that case, her tsara would be mutter because it's not really tsaras bitoy because uh, the bitoy was mema enes. But that case we ask her, gezeira misham tsaras bitoy enes. Ah, so the Gemara says, but for tsaras bitoy enes mi asira. The tsara of your daughter who did mion, why would it be asir? But we learned in the Mishnah, guess which Mishnah? Bezom and Bez. That Mishnah. But tonight we learned in the Mishnah, Vakula Namesu, all the Arayos, if they die, or Mianu, or if they do Mion, so they retroactively annul the marriage, so it's in Mutarais. So the Gemara says, what kind of Mion? The Mion of the man, who is she doing Mion to? Ilema the Mion of If she did Mion to her husband, that's the same scenario as Grusha. Mion to your husband is basically Grusha. Elalav biyavam. It must be the case that she did mion to the yavam. And the Mishnah is saying, Kvekulan shamianu, Tzarei sein mutarais. Says, no, you missed the boat. The case of mion in the Mishnah is mion of babal. But there are two ways to do mion to the Baal. You could do mion babal while the Baal is alive. And in that case, the Tzara will be mutter because you were never married to the Baal. And it doesn't even look like you fell to Yibam. Loi, lo'olam bebal, utrei gavne gerishen. There's two types of gerishen. In other words, there's gerishen when, there's gerishen with a get, and there's gerishen altmion. So in that case, the question is, why when you do mion to the husband, is the tsara mutter, and when you do mion to the yavam, we're saying, right, what's the Gemara saying now? What's the reason why tsaras mema'enes is asr? Tsaras mema'enes is asr because gezeira mishum tsaras bita mema'enes. But the Gemara asks me, what do you mean tsaras bita mema'enes is mutter? Because it says v'kulana mianu tsarasem mutarais. And miana must be Miyana biyavam. Sigmar says, no, it's Miyana, in the Mishnah, it's Miyana babal. But Miyana biyavam, the tsaras bita would be asr. So now we have to try to understand why is the tsara of someone who's Miyan in the husband mutter and the tsara of someone who's Miyan in the yavam asr. Umayishna ki Miyana babal. Why is it different when she does Miyan to the husband? she uproots the marriage. When she does me unto the Yavam also, she's uprooting the first marriage. In other words, the way Mion works, even when you're doing me unto the Yavam, is you're not uprooting the Zika. There is no way to uproot Zika. Once you're married to a guy and you fall to Yivam, you fall to Yivam. So how do you do me unto a Yavam? The way it works is it retroactively uproots the marriage to begin with. So why is it when, you, uh, when you're Mian in the Yavam, 
Saras bitoy mimaenes is aser, and when you're mian in the Baal, saras bitoy mimaenes is mutter. So the Gemara says it's all a matter of optics. It's all a matter of PR. That's that's how life works. Says the Gemara Mishnah, the Tani Rami Bar Yecheskel. It's because of what Rami Bar Yecheskel taught. The Tani Rami Bar Yecheskel. Miyana bebal muteras. If you do mian to a husband, muteras aviv. You're going to be mutter to her father. You hear the case? The case is like this. You have a, you have a, a girl who mar- got married as a Yisoyma. And then she wants to do mion to her husband. She can then marry his father. Because she was never married to this guy's son. It's not her father-in-law. Biyavam, but... If her... Husband died, and she falls in Yibam, and she wants to do Mion to the Yavam, she can't marry her previous husband's father, because it looked like she was married to him. Asura Aviv. Why? Alma, we see, Mishas Nefila Niras Kakalase. Once she falls, she looks like his daughter-in-law. So too... From the time she falls, she looks like Tsaras Bitai. So let's get this clear, because I see a lot of confusion over here. It's very simple. Rev Lili Barmamel said that Tsara of a Mema'enes is Aser. The Tsara of a woman who does Mion to her Yavam. That her tsara is aser, and the question is why would the tsara be aser? The same way the mema'enus could marry another brother because she didn't do any ma'isa to the other brothers, so the tsara should be mutter to the yavam because her co-wife was never married, and the answer basically is it's exera up to a case where the mema'enus was his daughter. I, why is that Aser? Doesn't the Mishnah say, Erva, that's Mama Enes, the Tzara's Mutter? That's when Mion was done before the husband died. But if Mion is done after the husband died, it looked like the Erva was married to her. And since it looked that way, the Tzara's Aser. Now in this case, the Mama Enes is not an Erva, but a Gzeira ought to a case where the Mama Enes is an Erva. But she can't do Mion. The Mion... I mean, she can't marry the father, the, the father, but the mion works. She can go now marry a co-wife, per se. So in other words, the mion works, and she was never married to the the first guy. You want to know... What? She was never married to the... She was never married to the son. But, so she doesn't mean... The mion works, but, but, she can't marry the father. Right, because it looked like she was married. She can go now marry a Cohen. I mean, or she can go. I'm yeah, saying, I'm saying the meal works overall. She, 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 right, 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 exactly. New Gemara, new story. Amravasi, Tsaras Islandis Asura. The Tsara of an Islandis is Asur.
Okay, trivia question. Who could think of an example in Chumash of a Tsaras Islandess? Who in Chumash was an Islandess? Sarah, Sarah was an islandess. It's a toysis in the end of Yavamas. She wasn't just an Akara. So Hagar was a Tsaras island. The only thing is uh, Sarah died first. Okay. Amravasi, Tsaras islandess Asura. Shenemar, Vahoya Habachar. So the Pasuk says like this. Kiyeshu Achim Yachtav. Oh, it says like this. Yeah. Kiyeshu Achim Yachtav Umeis Achim Mehem. Ubeinein Loi. So literally, that means the oldest son that's born, but it could also, it's darshan to mean, the oldest brother will do yibum. Literally, again, that means the, the, the first child that is born, but it could also mean, the yivama has to be capable of giving birth. Amar Avasi, Tsaras Islandus Asura. The Tsar of an Islandus is Asur. Shenemar Vahoya Habachar Ashar Teleid. The woman has to give birth. Prat la Islandus Inigaladus. To exclude an Islandus that is not able to give birth. Um, the Islandus is not able to give birth. Now, what is going to Asur the Tsara of the Islandus? Here we have Mamish, a big Chidush. Look at Rashi. Now, once an islandess, you can't do Yibum. Mamela, she's an Eshesach. Once she's an Eshesach, so she's an Erva and she patters her Tzara. This is the first time we had the Erva of Eshesach patters her Tzara. Until now, we were dealing with Eshesach HaShalei So that was an Erva even prior to Nefila B'Yibum. She was beforehand an Eishasach that didn't have a heter. This woman is an Eishasach that has a heter. The problem is when she falls to Yibam, she can't give birth. Look at Rashi. V'kivin the Ptura kaima le b'iser b'eishasach v'tzaras v'tzaras erva. V'afa agav dahai v'hoya b'char shatev mitukam v'mechotan l'kam v'begadol ha'achim. I, the simple pshad is, it's talking about the oldest brother does Yibam. Me'hach anafkalan mitzvah b'gadol Yibam. Me'kal markam darshinan hach prad l'aylanis me'asher teled. That it's an extra pasuk. Kivan da'abachar b'yavam gufei. Everyone could just please mute unless you have a question. Thank you. So now, that's the dinner of the Ravasi of Tsaras Islandis. Mas of Rav Sheshes. has the following question. A very interesting scenario over here. Shloisha achin nesuun shalish nashim. Nachrias. Three brothers married to three Women, none of these women are related. Now the Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are married to Sprinza, Yenta, and uh, some other lady. I can't think of a good name right now, okay? They're not related. Now Reuven dies, and Shimon is doing Yibam to Sprinza. Now, here's a, here's a thing. When it comes to Yibam, Yibam is in one stage. Yibam is Bia. So before the Bia, there's no, nothing has been consummated. After the Bia, it's, they sealed the deal. There are no two stages of Kedushan and Erisin in Yibum like there is by marriage. However, the Rabbanu or Masakin, there's something called Maimar. So Maimar is basically Kedushan for Yibum. At that point, you're not married Midaris, you're married Midrabanan. Midaris, you're not married, and then you consummate it with the Bia. So this brother, instead of doing Yibum, decided to do Maimar. Va'asa Bashani Maimar. 
Umais, and now he died. So basically, this woman is falling to Levi. She is a, biblically the wife of Reuven, and rabbinically also somewhat the wife of Shemayin. So she is coming with two zikas, a Dairaisa Dekazika from Reuven, and a Dirabanan Dekazika from Shemayin. If Shimon would have done Bia, then she would have only zika from Shimon, because Shimon's Bia would have been Oiker, the zika from Reuven. Umais, Harei Elu Chotzes now Shimon has another wife, uh, Yenta. So Shprinza and Yenta fall to Levi. Shprinza is uh, married to two people now, and Yenta is the tsara of Eisha Shnei Mesim. So both of these women, Chotza Yisvalei Mesyamei, Shenemar Umeis Achamehem. And one of the brothers dies, Yivama Yavai Leha. To which we darshan, Misha Aleha Zikas Yavam Echad. Only someone who has on him the Zika of one Yavam, now, the truth is, she only has a zika of one yavam. So this is not a real drash, it's somewhat of a dindra banan. Since midrabanan, she has a zika of shimon as well, therefore she's pater from yibam midrabanan, and so were her, her tsara. Uketani Allah, we learned on this, Amar of Yosef, Zuhi, this is an example of Saras Eishas Ach Meav, the Tsara of the wife of your brother from the father, She'isr Nafila Goramla. She wasn't in Erva until she fell. It's the falling that caused her to be in Erva. The only reason she's in Erva is because she fell to Yibam from Shimon. Before Shimon died, she didn't, we'll see Rashi. We don't find in the whole Torah any example of tsaras eishes ach. Only in a case of a tsara of an eishes shnei mesim. Look at Rashi. Dechsev umeis echad mehem. Veloyizu shemesu beis bala. And not this woman who two of her husbands died. Vezika shnei malah, and she has a zika of both of them on her. They're both Asr Midrabanan. Ukra Smachta Ba'alma. This Pasuk is not a Dairaisa. Again, because Midaraisa, she's not married to Shemayin. Kedemafarish Reperg Dalarachin. Uvechalitza Dechada Loi Miftera Idach. Now listen to this. You can't do Chalitza on one. Because Midaraisa, these two women are coming from two different husbands. If, let's say, Ruvain and Shemayin die, and Ruvain's wife falls to Levi, and Shemayin's wife falls to Levi, he can't just do chalitza to one and pata the other because each one is, is a separate zika. So in this case also, midairaisa, each woman is a separate zika. So she has to do chalitza to both. They're not coming from one house. Because Shimon did not fully marry her. Had he not done maimer, all he would have on her is a zika from the first husband. It would be a situation of Now this is an example of something we don't find in Kalatarakula of Isser Nafila Garamla. She's falling twice from one zika. There's only one Zika
that we don't find in Kala Tarakula that she would be usher of a Tsaras Eishasach, only Midrabanan. Why? Because the truth is, there's no Isser Erva here, and yet the Tsara is usher. Meaning we do not find Midairaisa the Tsara of an Eishasach. Because in this case, this is what is called an Isser Nefila. Think about why this woman is Asr. Why would the Tsara be Asr? The Tsara didn't fall from Ruvain, the Tsara fell from Shemain. Elamai, Eishas Ruvain is falling twice. Okay, what's wrong with Eishas Ruvain? Eishas Ruvain is Eishas Ach. Is Eishas Ach an Erva? So Midrabanon, since she's also coming from Ruvain, this will Asr her. But it seems to be excluding only this is Asr, Zuhi Lemute Mai. What does this exclude? Lav Lemute Tsaras Islandist Asharia. Doesn't this come to exclude that the Tsar of an Islandist is Mutter? That, in other words, the, these both Tsaras Islandist and Tsaras Ashes based Mazim are. A situation of tsaras eshasach, and it's saying only this case is a tsaras eshasach, but a tsaras islandus is mutter. So the Gemara says, no, don't read it that way. Loi lemute tsaras islandus to asira, not to teach that tsaras islandus is mutter midairaisa, but tsaras islandus in fact is aser midairaisa. And what does it mean? Umay zuhi. What does it mean, Zuhi Tsaras Eishasach? Zuhi de Isr Nefila Garam Lat Sarasa Chalitza. This is the only case where the Isr of falling causes that you need to do Tsarisa, uh, um, that you need to do Chalitza. But Islandus, you would not even need to do Chalitza because it's Mamish of full fledged Erva. Meaning, this is the only situation where the Tsar of an Eishasach will require chalitza. But the tsara of an islandist won't even require chalitza. My taima, ha Because tsara's islandist is the tsara of an isra da'iraisa, since islandist is learned out of asher teled. But the tsara of Ashes Bez mesim is a drabanon, because it's only created ayidei maimer. Why isn't it listed in the Mishnah then? Good question. Gavaldi, good question. Why isn't tsara's islandist listed in the Mishnah? You know who's your question in Mechavan too? Daf Gimel Amid Beis. The Gemara wants to know. Ula Ravasi, my time alone Nishnas Taras Islandis, and the Gemara answers. Mivnei Sheino B'Taras Tara. Yeah, remember that. Look, the Ravul Ravasi listenu lefi Sheino B'Taras Tara. But Taka, it's an important point. Really, it should be in the mission. In other words, the question is that it's a, it's a very important question. It's Tsaras Erva. And there's only a technical reason why it's not in the Mishnah. But otherwise, uh, it, it's definitely a Tsaras Erva. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Kaltov, everyone. Good night.
just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.